Welcome this morning. It's good to see you all this morning. How many are excited about being in the house of God? Uh, I thank God for you and those who are online. We welcome you this morning. I believe that there's something that God wants to um, equip you with this morning. And uh, we're, we're going to get to that quickly so we can pray through this. Amen. Uh, I'm going to speak from the subject this morning, chosen, chosen. How many of you know you're chosen of God? Amen. You, you are chosen. You are chosen. And, and we're going to understand the context of what chosen means. I want you to look at a neighbor. Just look at somebody. Catch your eye with them. Tell them that you are chosen. Uh, yeah, I need you to believe that. Look at another neighbor on the other side. Tell them that you're chosen. You're chosen. Yeah, you, you are chosen. Amen. You, you are chosen. You, you, you need to know that you are chosen. Um, and, and God, he designed you. He picked you. He chose you. He, 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 he wanted you. He, he does want you. He does uh, desire you. Uh, and, and he chose you out of everything else. He chose you. You won the, the womb battle. <laughs> you won the swim, swim battle. How many of y'all know you won the swim battle? <laughs> you, you were chosen. And, and I'm going to help you understand the context of chosen. And that you can stand against everything that the adversary attempts to bring to your table. Can you say Amen. Job 1, 6, and it reads, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. If you can just turn that instrument on just lightly, just for a little bit more for me. And the Lord said to Satan, real, real light, a little bit lighter. Thank you. From where do you come from? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro the earth and from walking back and forth on it. And then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? That's going to be my point of matter this morning. Have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on earth, a blameless an upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. So Satan answered the Lord, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household and around all that he has and on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he shall surely curse you to your face can you say amen you may be seated thank you jimmy have you considered my servant job there is none like him on the earth blameless a blameless and upright man who fears god and shuns evil a blameless and upright man who what Fears God and sons evil. I want to bring context to sometime what seemingly we go through. Um, one of the 
adversary greatest tools and tactics is to for the believer to not identify the reality of God's toolkit of battle. And if you misunderstand God's toolkit of battle, you misalign your Christian life. You misalign what the anointing is actually for. You misalign what your uh, objective is as a Christian. How many of you know that God has an objective? And, and so if we misalign God's objective, we don't prepare for the, the, the proper protocol for what we're about to handle. We don't prepare the proper protocol for what we're about to go through. And what happens is when we don't have the tools to prepare the proper uh, pre proceedings for what we're about to go through, the overcoming of, of what we go through is too much. It, it, it becomes and causes us to go through a lot of problems and a lot of issues. And, and, and we start to question God. But how many of you know God called you to be strong? I say, how many of you know God called you to be strong? This morning, you're going to pick up your weaponry again. You, come on, you're going to pick up your strength again. You, the joy of the Lord, number one, is your strength. The joy of the Lord is going to be your strength. So we have to realize that, that in, in the proceedings of what God is trying to get us to understand as a believer is that he is our strength. He is our Strength. There, there is nothing that's too hard for God. There's nothing that's too big for God. The, the, the issue becomes that although we believe in God, we got to learn how to live from God. You, you can believe in God, but the procession of you learning is to learn to live from God. Are you getting that? Uh, if you don't learn to live from God, but you can believe in God, even though I'm a believer, I, I can live in hell in, in a certain a hell element uh, because I'm not working in the right element that I'm called to live from. Can you say amen? You don't want to play the adversary game. You got to put them in your game. So uh, I want you to understand the Lord said, have you considered? I want to ask you a question. Could it be what you're going through is you're being considered? Are y'all awakened this morning? <laughs> Pastor, I, I, didn't, I can't. Could it be sometime what you're going through that you're being considered? A blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. God is interested in, in giving us to the place where we can know how to fight, how to stand. Having done all to stand, do what? Stand. You, you, you got to know how to stand. And, and, and so we have to understand who God is so we can properly stand. Can you say amen? I want you to go to Hebrews 12, 3 through 5 real quick. And I'm going to read it for the sake of time. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself. Least you become weary and discouraged in your souls. Consider. What's going to happen because uh, uh, depending on what sinners do, at least you become weary in your souls. Watch this. You have not yet resisted to the point of bloodshed, striving against sin. You have not resisted to the point of bloodshed, striving against what? Sin. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as sons. My son, do not despise the chasing of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. I want you to understand that God wants you to learn to resist the enemy so he can flee from you. 
God loves you and he's teaching you how to what? Resist. You, 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 the goal of God is to teach you how to resist. You cannot move into realms and occupation of realms until you learn how to resist. Uh, this is not to beat you up over the head because you cannot come and grow in God outside of the love of God. It's the love of God that leads men to repentance. So at the end of the day, until I can show you enough of who God is for you, you won't, uh, uh, you won't serve him from the heart, right heart place. So know the goal. The goal is to get you to believe him. What's the goal? To you to get you, so you can believe him in every aspect of your life. The goal is to get you to believe your God in every. I, I have to help you to understand that because that belief helps you to be obedient. It helps you to stop subscribing to the adversary's assignments and, and, and highlights and, and flirtation devices that he keeps us in a cycle in. If we can learn to entrust in our God, now the proceeding of the blood has to stand. I came to bring you a little bit of information about legality. Somebody say legality. One of the things that we get confused about, although we, we have and we talk about the ups and downs, we talk about God, this, God, that, the adversary, this, adversary, that, you have to understand it's still a means of legality. The adversary is very legalistic. He, he, he uses legalism. Condemnation, it's legalism. The assault on your mind, it's because a, a, a proceeding was made through the law. But yet, Jesus said, the law of the spirit will override the legalistic adversary that tries to deal with you. So it's still a law of the spirit. It's still a what? Come on, pastor is trying to help you. I want to tool you. I don't want to just excite you, which means I want you to have freedom ongoing. So the proceeding of the legality of understanding spiritual things is you got to understand that although we go emotionally in and out and although we love God in and out there are still proceedings of legality being done made made forth this is why if we don't learn how to live from God then it, it wasn't about what what God accepts you or not you your inward parts won't won't have the qualification that you won't sense that God is for you the sensation of knowing that God is for you is because of what's going on in your heart. There's a temple. You are the temple of God. And if God can't find expression through you and in you, your conscience can defile your belief in God. Your conscience can what? Defile. What does a defiled conscience mean? I sin and I'm still staying in a cycle of of what I don't want to do. I really don't want to do that. I really don't want to be there, but I still haven't. I'm learning God. I'm, I'm, I'm growing in God. But even though I believe him, I still don't feel right with him. That, that means that I believe God, but my conscience is still defiled. And for that condemnation, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk after the flesh, but after the spirit, which means the law of the spirit will always override the law of sin and death. So the fact that condemnation is still perpetuating in my heart is showing that I just not I didn't reach a certain uh, uh, element in God enough embedded in his love 
to come into the awakening of that freedom. How many of y'all are getting this? I don't want to go too far. Amen. So I want you to understand, it, it, when we're talking legality, the adversary will use the law. He's going to use the law against you. But God is so good. If you, see, this is why you want to be saved. Because, see, the adversary is going to want to make you pay. He wants you to pay. You know what you pay, pay with? You, you pay by submitting to the statutes of what he says to do through the flesh. This is why the tool of obedience, the tool of what? The tool of obedience does a lot more. The blood speaks through obedience. <laughs> I'm going to have a paraphrase a whole lot because I don't have time to give you 20 scriptures. The, the blood will speak through your own beat. I do only what I see my father do. There, there's something that speaks through obedience. Because when the adversary sees obedience, he sees what Jesus did on the cross. He sees that he, he, he could not find anything in Jesus. And, and so when we are obedient and we're seated in Christ, he don't see what, what he has on us. Because he's not looking at us. He's looking at Christ Jesus, who we are hidden in. Come on, you are hidden in Christ Jesus. Which means, he said, I hide you on a, I put you on a pillar. In fact, I even sit you above all principalities. And all, but I hide you, I sit you above, I put the devil beneath. The devil ain't got no stance. Y'all better hear me this one. He ain't got no chance. He beneath you, he on side, he ain't got nowhere to go. But the issue is becoming that we, 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 we have a belief in God. But coming to learn to stand in God is our issue. Can you say amen? The New Testament life is experiential life in Christ. Experiential life where? In Christ. It won't work for you in this age to stand on the stone. What do you mean by that? You cannot live by bread alone. But you have to learn to live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, which means I have to have an experiential knowledge from the word of God. I live through a word. Somebody say, I live through a word. Living through a word now brings you through different processuals and processes in God. He said, do not despise the chastening of the Lord. God designed this. To, he's trying to tool you. And sometimes when I'm living through a word, he's teaching me how that word works. And at the end of your fate of that word, you're going to see the salvation of your soul. The salvation of your soul, why? Because now you've seen that God is faithful. How many of you know that your soul don't agree until you can see God is faithful? So at the end of the word, at the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul. When you, the salvation of your soul, why? Because now the storyline of your soul changed because you saw God is faithful. So every word that God speaks, I have to learn to live and stand and know he's God in that word. The problem is, though, I'm going to have to go through traffic. <laughs> uh, how many of you ever been in traffic? Don't, don't, tra isn't traffic disgusting? And please don't put a food place on, you know, I can exit in traffic. 
you'll stop where you ain't supposed to stop. You, you'll do things in traffic that you don't know. You'll go on the side road. You, 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 you have to understand that traffic sometimes causes you to defile the matriculation to maturity in your life. Because it's, it's too loud, it's too much, it's, it's too busy. Your, your life is busy, it's too much going on. And God wants to speak to bring you through the traffic, bring you to stand and know he's through the traffic. Just be still. I, I have timing in my hand. I have your life in my hand. But depending on what we're seeing and experiencing and we're tired of waiting and we're tired of, 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 of I might run out of gas, but, but God has it in his Hand. Can you say amen? Come on, he has it in his hand. You have not yet resisted to the point of bloodshed. The bloodshed. Everything God is doing in you right now is trying to build a resistance for it through you. What is God trying to do with me? He's trying to teach me how to resist. One of the biggest lies that I think that, that we have not succumb to is that God wants to control you. Uh, no. God doesn't control. He, he, now, in the last days, he said every man will bow. There is a point we'll get to where you don't have no choice because you made the choice. But, but right now, God doesn't control anything. He doesn't control you. He wants you to choose him. That's why he, he said, it's the love of God that leads men to repentance. I didn't say, uh, which means that I don't even, I, I, don't, I don't want new people. I don't want people who have not learned to love me to hear anything that's negative that will bring them. And I, when I mean by negative, I'm saying something that is of the law. I don't mean that, that it's not true. When I say negative, I'm saying of the law. Don't give them something beyond their threshold of what they can actually handle. Because if I give them something beyond their threshold, they're going to start still do proceedings in their own flesh. Still thinking that it's by their might and it's by their power. It's by their degree. It's by their job. It's by their money. It's by their house. It's by their car. They still miss the interpretation that it's by the spirit. Boy, I knew he was going to get quiet there. It's by the spirit. And so until we learn that the flesh profits nothing, everything God is doing with you is teaching you that the flesh Profits nothing. He's trying to teach you that the flesh profits, which means stop standing in your flesh. Well, well you don't know what they, what, you know, they might look at me weak and I, I need to show them that I, stop standing. Well, you know, I don't want to seem, you know, when people think I'm nice and they want to take, don't allow the flesh to help you build a stature. How many of y'all know that the flesh has its own mind? How many of y'all have, have, see, some of us are being taught by the wisdom of the flesh. See, you didn't know there was a wisdom of the flesh. It's still wisdom. And what the Bible says, this kind of wisdom. But it's still wisdom. So there's a wisdom of the flesh. Somebody did something to you, your flesh will say, you know, see, it wouldn't even lie to you. You saw that 50 people saw that.
You're right. I'm not going to be embarrassed. And he, he will help you build a stature of strength. When the spirit in you is saying, stand down. Somebody say, stand down. Stand down in your emotions. Stand down in your feelings. Stand down. You, you got to learn to stand down. It, it takes maturity to, to learn to what? Stand down. I, I know you want to say something back, but you got to learn to. I know you want to hit back, but you got to learn to. Because if you don't stand down, God can't stand up. If you keep standing up, God has to sign you off as a God. So legally, the adversary says that, you see, when you're not blessing them, they learn to stand in what, when they don't feel like they're being blessed, watch how your people stand. Look at them, God. You see that? You, for your name's sake, huh? Uh-huh. So he says, I have to teach you how to learn to resist. I think that uh, we're getting it a little better now. I, I have to teach you how to what? Because if you don't understand how the adversary works and his unctions in your life, you, 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 you're going to allow yourself to, uh, 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 to, to compromise in your own wisdom of what you feel, not what my word says. How many of you know the word knows all things? I say the word knows how many things? All things. So we have to realize that God is trying to build us. He's trying to let us know that, that uh, listen, be strong in the Lord and the power of who might? His might. He tells us to be strong in the Lord and the power of who might? So he's trying to teach you his might. He's trying to teach you his what? His might. God is mighty. Now, I want you to understand something. God said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Now, who is Job? Job, someone who shuns evil. Someone who fears the Lord. Someone who's learning to revelate in righteousness. Someone who stands. Which means sometimes our consideration on our life is because you are becoming greater in God. How many of you, you had problems in the world, but you feel like when you became a Christian, they, they kind of advanced? <laughs> she raised her. How many of y'all feel like it's just been advanced assault? How many of y'all been feeling that advanced assault? It was cool because I used to just walk away and be like, forget you. And I go on my pity party, go get a drink, go get a smoke, do my, do my thing. But now I'm trying to submit to this God thing. And he tell me don't say nothing back. He tell me I can't be mad like I want to be mad. He tells me that I can't do what I want to do. Now, see, that messes me up. Because I have some reality of legality that I can prove that that one is, God, you need to do something. That, that, that one, you need to do something with that one. And, and we don't realize that, 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 that it, it, it is not that God 
doesn't want justice. God has qualified. God wants to legitimize your justice. He wants to legitimize your legality. This is why obedience helps you to upgrade and license. He said you can declare obedience when your obedience is fulfilled. You can cast down thoughts and imaginations in different realms when your obedience is fulfilled. So there is something that, that, that happens when we learn of what, number one, what is God trying to get out of me? He's trying to get you to learn to stand. Somebody say, I'm learning to stand. Have you considered my servant Job? I, I, I need you to consider him. I, I need you to consider him. I need you to consider him. Because he's learned to be strong in me and in the power of my might. He's put a hedge. How many of you know he put a hedge around you? You know what? Obedience also gets you a hedge. Obedience gets you protection that you didn't, you didn't do anything. See, some of you, you're trying to declare to get the devil. It wasn't, listen, you got a hedge. Your obedience was preceding the blood that, that allocated different substances to your life. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? So sometimes, I'm going to move on. Sometimes just standing and knowing he's God does more, do more than what you think it does. Sometimes just obeying God do more than what you think it does. Can you say amen? Now, I want you to understand something. In God's consideration, you go through processes. Somebody say process. Do not neglect God's chastening. God chastens those who he loves. He chastens those who what? If you're a parent, you whip your children, you spank, I don't want to go to jail. You spank, we'll take that out. Yeah, some of y'all, you spank, you, that, see, that's your style of chastening because you what? You should love them. And, 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 and you, you should do it in the way that God gives you the instruction to do it. Because if you don't do it right now, you, you can actually harm the expectation of them understanding it's through love. But, but, but it, it, it's through love. He said, I chasten those that I love. I, I, I have to get a response out of those who I love. So... When they choose, they don't choose me. It's not a hell and heaven deal. It's, it's that they won't get peace until they come back. I, it's just that I can't allow them to be too enjoying those elements. And, and I know you said, well, she looked like she ain't enjoying it. And he looked like he can enjoy it. But so why I can't? Because you are different. What I'm doing with you is not what I'm doing with them. I have you in a certain will. I have you in a certain degree of something. Somebody say, I'm in my own difference. Come on, God has you in your own difference. Where, where others don't have to fast, you do. Where others don't pray a lot, you do. Don't adopt nobody else's life. Stop adopting your, your, your friend's life. Girl, are you fasting today? You're right, I ain't, I ain't either. I'll do it next week. Did you pray today? You didn't? See, I knew God didn't. See, no, 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 no. Uh -uh. 
No, see, you have your own road. Get out of their lane. Tell somebody, get out of my lane. Get out. Stay in your own lane. I, I got my own lane. Uh, I tried that a couple of times. With, with even leaders, I was like, oh, let me do what they do. And I found out it didn't work for me. I found out real quick. <laughs> I said, like, God, I ain't able to revelate like I used to. This ain't working out. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Oh, glory, glory. Stay in your lane. There is something that God is trying to get out of you. He's trying to get from you. There's something God is trying to bring you to. Where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. And the liberty that God is trying to bring us into. How many of you know God is for you, number one? you got to know he's for you. He has a hope and a future for you. He wishes above all else that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. God give you the power to get wealth. God said that you are an heir because you're a child. There is many. I can give you and go on and on and on and on. And in the fact, God is love and he's God. God what? He is. He is love. You know what is is? Is is a stature. Is means that he's unmovable. Some say he's Jehovah old school. So when love speaks, whenever it speaks, even when it's declaring something, it's establishing law through love. Are y'all hearing me? How many of you ever got out of something and you thought it was the bad, worst thing that you ever got out of, but you realized it was the best thing that you got out of? So the, in the interim of your thoughts in the process, you couldn't see how God seen it. And now when you saw it from the lens that he saw it, you're like, my God, thank you. Because I would have been in a different place. Y'all better hear me. This is what he's trying to get you to understand. Even sometime in the interim of where you're going through, you don't see what's behind them. You don't see what's behind what I'm doing. You don't see why I'm doing what I'm doing. I am for you, though. I need you to understand that. I am for you. If you ever feel like you don't have nowhere else to run, you can come run and hide in me. You always have somewhere to go. Somebody say, make him his, your hiding place. Make him your hiding place. So you have to realize that, that, that God is for you. And when he created us, he has an intention to bring us into prosperity. Whether that's mental prosperity, that's spiritual prosperity, that's uh, uh, psychological prosperity, that's life prosperity. However... Through the disobedience sometimes of generational patterns. And it's, most of us don't realize you still operate from generational statures. We're going to get back to legalism just for a second. How you handle money is how you learn. How you handle people is how you were taught. How you handle things is how you were taught. Is an experience from your past is an experience from your parents is an experience it's showing that the doors that are, were open are still not closed to totally and remember when a law is broken but the law still points to love when the law is broken 
it allows the adversary to, to pick anything that rolls on going from there. The Bible says, I will visit. I'm going to help you. I'm going to visit the sins of your parents all the way to the third and fourth generation, which means generational pattern. And sometimes the, the visitation of what's trying to come up on you is because of where you come from. Some of the things that you might battle with might not be from you. You thought it just, no, it, it might have been because somebody had a door open. However, Jesus also said that I will not, not if you go down the line into Christ Jesus, he said, I will not allow the sins of the fathers to be on their children. The issue, though, is we declare that curses are broken, but we're not living from Christ Jesus. All right. We declare that things and cycles are broken, but we're not, we're not, we, we have not found how to live from Christ because it's only broken in Christ. The proceedings was in the blood. The, the blood of sprinkling was, was greater than Abel. It, it was better. It, was, uh, uh, it, it spoke louder. Why? Because it, the proceedings of it allowed people to go free. Can y'all all right with this? So you have to realize that God is after something when it comes to your life, when it comes to your children. He's trying to say, uh, give a statement. This is why he said, I need you to learn to stand and know I'm God. Your standing is bigger than your just, just, your, just your prosperity in life. It's bigger than that. There is a proceeding that's going to also overcome generations to come. So without somebody standing and knowing I'm God from the court, God cannot sign off without a stand. So I might be somewhere because somebody didn't cross the bridge. However, if I don't learn to cross the bridge, I'm actually going to reinforce the same bridge. Are y'all all right with this? So what God says is I'm not going to allow generations to go through the same patterns. I'm not going to allow their children to deal with the same thing they deal with. I'm not going to allow their grandparents' sins, the witchcraft, the, the cycles, the, the, the bewitchment of, of, of things that maybe people are going through. They have no idea that, that somebody opened the door, that somebody ends in a, 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 a spiritual agreement into something. But, but, I, 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 but for me to break that, I need somebody to stand and know I'm God, which means that sometime I'm going to consider different elements of the generation and I'm going to visit them and I'm going to see. I want them to show him that I do have one standing. Uh, how many of y'all catching? Which means my standing is bigger than just me. My obedience is bigger than just, all right, I, I, I want to make sure that I, I, I teach this properly uh, um, uh, so we don't get miscommunication. My standing is bigger than just me. It, it's not a religious orientation. It's, it's a, a legal matter. It's a standing and understanding the blood and, and what the blood speaks. 
where's that blood and how the blood works. It, 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 it works because of my entrustability in Christ Jesus. Christ has finished the work. He did not tell me I have to finish anything. He's already finished it. What he did tell me, though, I have to learn to crucify myself, learn to... <laughs> To submit myself. You have a flesh. How many of you know Jesus, called, he finished everything? How many of you know Jesus did it all? How many of you know that the grace of God is what saved you? you you're saved by grace through faith. However, although Jesus finished it all, we have a nature. Somebody say, we have a nature. He finished it all, but I have a nature. And the nature that I have doesn't agree with what he, it doesn't agree with him. So Paul would say, I crucify my body daily. Submit yourself. Daily. Can you say amen? You have to realize that God is trying to bring proceedings through you. He's trying to bring your legality in an upgrade. He's trying to teach you how to live from the grace that he's given you. Somebody said there's grace. You have a grace. You have a If you're safe, you have a grace capacity. And God will never give you more than you can. Watch this. More than you can bear with him. See, it's not more than you can bear, though. I just said, it's more than you can bear with him. See, we, we missed that because he won't give me more than I can bear. So that mean I can bear it? No, sweet. No, no, no. Oh, hold on. Back up. No, no, no. no. It, it, it's more than you can bear in the grace capacity that he's given you. Because you can get more than you can bear. And it's not a bad thing because it, it should point to that you're bearing something that I didn't qualify. And most of the things that we're bearing is because we want. Uh, we, 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 uh oh, I, I wish I had time. Uh, we, the, the, the nature and the culture that we live in has made us, I, I've been studying this week, I found something very interesting. Up. They made us to be result based. I think I'm going to cut it short just a little bit. We'll come back to here. Uh, they made us to be what? Result-based, result which means we'll, we, we want results even at the expense of anything. It, it's nothing wrong with being result-based. The problem is when you're result-based, your ear only hears results. It's not listening to obedience. All right. So this is why we have a generation that even if somebody was giving you uh, motivational speaking, not spiritual conviction that brings you more into Christ, you won't know because your result based thinking is lining the scriptures up for your promotion. All right. Y'all stay with me. You, you line things up in your mind and line things up in your life for the sake of promotion. But how many of you know that God... <laughs> Moses, 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 Moses was interesting. He, 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 God told him to, 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 to give the people water. He struck the rock. Did he get results? But he counseled his ministry. He got the result. But his ministry was canceled. 
Which means sometimes you can get the result. But doesn't mean God qualified it. All right. Because we're so after something that we're not situating our heart to stay with him. Somebody say fellowship in relationship. Above all else, God wants you to have fellowship in relationship with him. Without fellowship and relationship with him, the adversary, listen, listen to me, there are areas of your mind, there's areas of the flesh of wisdom that you will not pick. Many believers think that they know. You don't know. If, if, if a man of God can tell you that he don't know outside of God, I promise you, you don't know outside of God. This is why. There, he, he, he is too, the, the wisdom of the world, it, it's real wisdom. And within the wisdom of that, the world, he actually uses scripture to get it done. He uses what? So what did he use in the garden? Jesus, didn't I say? Didn't your word say? Didn't God, what did he do? He was giving him something to accelerate him into what he felt he wanted. What are you getting to accelerate you and what you feel you want outside of the relational context to know what your father wants you to do? Can you say amen? I think I'm going to shift my message today. How many of you are getting this? The way to your desired place is at the cross. I say the way to your desired place is at the what? Is at the cross. And you will never find anything outside of that cross. You've you got to find the cross. If you're going to find anything, if you want to want to walk in truth, you're going to have to find the cross. If you want to find who you are, you've got to go find the cross. You've got to get to the place of the cross. And the place of the cross, it, it teaches you how to live in abundance and live the life of God in, in step by step. Come on, he's walking you step by step. Somebody say, I'm going step by step. Which means even your enemies is not a factor when you're in Christ. What I said, even your enemies is not a factor when you're in Christ. When you stand and know he's God, sometimes God qualifies enemies for you so, so he can prove you to the next level. It's not a statement that you are bad or broken or you're not this. It's, it's supposed to be a promotion statement. All right. I knew this wasn't going to go over well. The issue why we don't feel like going through altercation because we haven't started from the first base of knowing his tool, tool shit. God is saying, come to me. Come to me. Let me tool you spiritually through your inner man. Because if you keep finding assault on your life, and you keep responding in assault. You're actually missing the promotion that I, uh, I allocated that promotion for you. So when somebody thinks that there's something against you, you look at it as a promotion. Because when the devil arises and uh, brings assault, when you can stand and know he's God, it proves God, not you. 
Tell somebody God want to prove himself. God, come on, God want to prove himself. He, he wants to prove himself. Can you say amen? The blood speaks better things. It speaks what? Hayaturai. There's a preparation for the chosen. The Bible says, many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Because for you to be chosen, you got to go through the chastening. For you to be chosen, you got to go through the what? Chastening. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry that I decided, and I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, that I chose to live this life fully. Uh, and, and my goal is to help us understand that God is the way and the truth and the life. And no one can go to the Father except through Christ. You can't get there any other way. Your goodness will not make it. What you think you are will not make it. I, come on, I'm helping you. you, what you are, don't get sidelined by this generation. You think you're doing good, you're not doing good. You're not actually at a good place. If you're not learning, come on, come on, I really sense this. Because we, we're still qualifying, we're justifying, we're checkmarking our head, and then it's not Christ. Christ, Christ, Christ. It's by His grace that you're saved by faith. It's not by your good works, it's by His grace. And his grace is trying to keep you to learn to live from his love in grace. Don't get fooled. It's not what you do good. It's not what you. It is not what you do good. You cannot do good enough for God. Feed the poor. It doesn't matter. Heal the sick. It doesn't matter. Does he want us to do it? Absolutely. Do we do it through Christ? Absolutely. But do it and give yourself a check mark and never learn to live from the grace of God. It doesn't matter. I do this, but I don't do that. that, that that's called justification. It's called what? We all justified. How many are we all justified? And we all justify in different elements. God doesn't. What, I want you all to hear me. God is not mad at you because you have a problem. Can I wake you up with something? I want to help you. And some of y'all might need to write this down. God is not mad at you because you have a problem. He's not mad at you. In fact, he came because you have one. He came because? However, he is mad when you justify over the problem. Those are two different push. See, it's different when I know I have a problem and I'm pursuing God about the problem. It's different when I justify to keep the problem. He called that abomination, which means that you're not interested in transforming yourself. You're not interested in knowing the grace of God that he can help you in that. That, that, that that's different. Don't, whatever you do, no matter how bad you think you are, just never justify over who you are. Don't, don't justify. Don't, don't, if, if you don't got it right, just you, you don't have it right. You need God. Stay there. Don't justify your goodness. The last day deception is the good that we think we do. The last day deception is what? 
the good, many will come in my name saying, Lord, didn't I do this in your name? He said, I don't know you. Now, what does that statement mean? The statement means that you haven't lived internally and you haven't learned to allow my love to transform your inward parts. If you've allowed my, my love to transform your inward parts, how what you do on the outside or the outskirts, it will learn to stand up and know that I'm God in every situation. Can you say amen? Tell somebody he's for us. He's for us. How many are excited about what God is going to do in you? How many of y'all are hungry for what God is going to do in you? I'm, I'm trying to pick something. If, if I can get somebody to pick this morning, you, you, you can pull out more. But I'm, I'm, I'm backing up a little bit. I'm struggling here. Because I, I want to take you somewhere. But you, 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 you gotta, I want you to really get your ear ready. There, there, there is a lot that you have control over than you think you have. You, you have more than you think you have in Christ. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I don't care what you're struggling with. You don't have to stay there. I, I don't care who you think you are. You don't have to. I don't care how many generations it pattern through. You don't have to. The, the issue becomes. Do you understand that it's not by your might? The issue becomes, do you understand that it's not going to be that you're going to overcome this by your power? The issue becomes that you understand that it's not going to come by your culture. All right. The issue becomes, do you know it's not going to come by your job? But it only can come by his spirit. And if you can learn to stand and know he's God in the spirit. The proceedings of the blood will speak better things. And now God will say, I consider this one. I, I, God is considering. Your, your problem might be because you're being considered. You can't tell. See, the problem is you've made the anointing just for the blessing and not for the battle. Yep. All right, Jesus. You, we made the anointing a blessing thing, not a battle thing. The anointing destroys the... Which means the anointing is going into altercations. How many of you know you're anointed? You're saved. Why are you running away from altercation? Because we've been taught in this generation that it's only for the blessing. And if you don't have nothing in your mouth that principles that get me my next job or my next promotion, don't bring battle to me. No, 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 no. Please don't do that. That would take me way out. And it's the same processual that God did with Job. The devil came to God and said, look at your people. I bet if you take away his money, make him feel like he won't pay his bill this week. I promise you he's going to curse you. I promise he's going to pick up the drink that he put down. I, just look at him. Can you stand? Can, can, it, it's, it's, he's trying to get something through you. He's trying to get something what? He's trying to get something 
through you. My, 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 my children will not do what I did in the beginning of my stages of my life. Just a new line. Somebody say a new line. You, you, you are ex, you, you, you're establishing a new line in Christ. He said the new line is going to be for great use. You know, I need to teach a Sunday just on the deceptions of the adversary, the doctrine of devils. I really do have to do that because we have to shuffle through so much broken doctrine. I just said a what? A new line. Where he said, I'm going to use your children for good use. So be careful. Keep them clean. But this generation say that you can't save nobody if you've never been through anything. No, it's okay. We, we got to bring context. See, but this is what I mean. The doctrines of devils is running rampant, it, even through Christians. Well, you can't do nothing because you ain't been through anything. How many of you know that the Bible never told you because you have experience that you've been through it? You've been through it, but you didn't been through it with God. Okay. Some of you need to write this down. This is a principle. If you're going to disciple people, you need to know this. Write this down. Come on. We're teaching this morning. I got to help you. It is a great lie for you to believe that you have to go through a struggle to understand a struggle. That is not the truth of the word of God. In fact, that will establish people to try things that God never established for them to try. For you to tell me that I, ha I, I have to go through abuse to teach to abusers, that's a lie. For you to tell me I had to be a drunk to teach a drunk, that's a lie. You do, just don't, it, it, it's now forgiveness. The Bible says those who have been forgiven much, love much. Yes, but the, the, the lie that's been masquerading that you have to go through to teach people to go through, it's a lie from hell. Let me tell you why. The Bible says it's the Holy Spirit that leads and guides into what? All truth, not your experience. Because if your experience haven't been filtered through the Holy Spirit, you don't know truth. So the lie of it is, this is why if you have the Holy Spirit, you, God will use you to disciple all kinds of stuff. Because you're not the one that's speaking. He's speaking. He knew everything from the beginning to the end. How dare you tell yourself you, you don't know anything. It is the mind of God that will lead and guide you into what somebody's life is. That's the problem. See, we've been putting ourselves in the story. Well, I guess I ain't go through that, so I can't minister to them. So the adversary has been using deceptive and defiled language to keep you off of the pendulum of what you're called to. I felt I was supposed to go to the club and deal with them, but I've never been like that. So I don't think that's my calling. No, you, no, no, no that, that's a lie from hell. Don't undermine your stature in Christ. Don't, don't. Young folk, don't feel like you got to go through the training grounds of defilement for you to be used by God. Don't, 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 don't feel like you got to try these things. No, no, no. If you open those patents, you're going to need a lot of grace as you grow. Don't, don't open those doors. It's better to stay pure. It's better to stay at ease in the spirit, in the realm of God. Can you say amen? 
Don't, don't ever forget that. Listen, especially if you're discipling, you do not have to go through it to see somebody through it. It's a lie. It's the Holy Spirit that does the work. It's who? Who leads and guides into all truth? Okay, so your, your history doesn't. He said, be careful. This wisdom that you have, it's not God's way. It's the wisdom of the world. People are not wise because they went through it, saints. Be careful again. For in the last days, there are going to be people deceiving people. Age doesn't qualify knowledge in God. Chronological age does not qualify the knowledge of God. And this is not wrong. If you've been through a lot of marriages, that's fine. But if you've been through three and you're trying to take me through my one and you have not learned God through the three, you are not qualified to take me through my one. But we've allowed honor to undermine principle. So most of us are living out of defiled substance of honor with defiled principles. Not knowing that you need to have a checking, have an ear in, internally. Somebody say, I need an inner ear. You need an inner ear. I, I, I hear you, but that didn't sound like God. I, 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 because when you know God, you know his ways. He said, listen, Israel, I got mad at you because you didn't know my ways. When, when you don't know my ways, you, 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 you serve me out of the way that you want to serve me. And I have a way about myself. I don't do it like everybody else do it. I don't say it like everybody else said. In fact, it's very illegal. I'm still learning that I cannot do it every way that everybody do it. I, I, I know you like to do it that way and, and they like to do it that way. But God will check you in your way. He'll put you in the confines of how he works with you. Can you say amen? How many of y'all are getting something out of this? So I want you to understand that God is for you and he's trying to give you the tools so you can accelerate and demonstrate his divine will and purpose in time. So you when the time to be considered, excuse me, when it's the time to be considered, you can stand and know he's God. When he considers you on the altar in judgment, now he can point to himself and say, no, this one has stood the test of time. This one has resisted. Now you have to take your hands off of them and you have to take your hands off of their children because this one has stood and known that I'm God. I know that we preach that generational curses don't stick with you because you're in Christ. But there's a type of Christ that you got to learn to stay in. Because the doctrine that built you is so strong. It's very strong. The experiences that you've been through, it's very strong. That stuff is so strong and, and some of it can be polluted. And the pollution of it can cause you to, to stay in a default pattern of your life. And if you don't learn to stay upgraded and updated, upgraded and updated in Christ Jesus, you don't know the, the delusion will be too much for the next steps of your life. The adversary knows what you desire. So what he will do is highlight what you like. 
at the expense of what you need. How many of you ever got something that you like and realize this was not a good decision? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> you, 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 I, I thought, I thought, I thought this was good for me. And I found out this was not the way for me. I found that it was not the what? away from me. Why I need you to know that God is for you? Because the adversary is going to make it as if God is not for you. And what happens is you get tired of looking at everybody's prospering or seemingly prospering. You turn on social media. Come on, I got to get in your culture. You turn on social media. Everybody got a house. Everybody got a car. Everybody doing the thing. They, get, they put their money in it. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. They roll, they rolling up. And you sitting in your cavalier, in your little Benzy praying for gas money and worshiping God. <laughs> Isn't that distracting? How are you partying? You, they at the club and I'm at the church. They at this. They messing around and I'm at the prayer meeting. What is going on? <laughs> God, that don't look like justice to me. But what we have to understand is it won't look like it in the interim of it. But as you learn to go through the corridors of the processing of God, and now he's going to bring you into the pinnacle of those doors and the keys that really access those doors. Now when you meet him, you can stand and not get offended. You can stand and not get depressed. You can stand and not get uh, 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 delusional because now he sent something that smelled good around you. You will be greatly, you, 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 you will be greatly deceived to try to upgrade your life without God. You, you will be greatly, oh, 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 you, you, you see, because when you learn that the flesh profits nothing, I, I, I put no trust in my flesh. I, I, I tell my wife, I, I, I don't, don't put trust in, I don't put trust, no, my flesh is not good. It, it's not, it's not, don't, I, I don't know, I'm scared of that flesh. I, it's, it's a disease to me. It, 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 it makes me sick if I'm too long in it. It, it makes me, y'all better hear me. It makes me, see that's maturity because Jesus is trying to get you to get so frustrated with your flesh that you learn to die to it and say, let the spirit arise in me. Don't trust your flesh. Don't trust it. Don't. Every, every day you, you need an awakening of the realm of the spirit. Don't, don't trust it. It, it. it will lead you down a path you didn't desire to be. Don't, don't trust it. My mind is not the same in it. Oh, y'all give me. It's a different nature. It's a, how many of you see when you pray, you just you, you sense God and you sound a little better? Huh? How many of you see you like you're a little more genuine when you pray? Okay, so that shows that there's a different mind that's going on. And in those minds, there are laws that govern them. When you're in the mind of the flesh, the Bible said it leads to death. The sensation of death is what makes you depressed. 
And it wasn't a reality about your God. It was a reality about your state of mind. It wasn't a reality about your God. It was a reality about your what? Now, why did I say, why didn't I say it was a reality about how powerful the devil is? See, the problem, you don't give the adversary more credit than God gave you the grace. Don't give the adversary more credit than God has given you the what? The grace. Don't give him more credit than the grace that you have been allocated. Because your Bible says that if you fell in the day of trial, watch this. He did not say that the devil was too big. He said that your strength was too small. Now, that messes me up because I thought that I, you know, God, you know, see what the devil did to me. But he would say, no, that's not how I look at things. The way I look at it is if you would have came to me, I would have gave you the strength to deal with that. So the love of God propels us into the government of God, into the license and the liberty and the license to deal with the adversarial movement that tries to overtake our lives. Can y'all say amen? How many of you are learning something here? Yeah, you got to learn. You, you need to learn. You need to understand these things because now you have the light, the understanding of it. The proceedings now can start allowing the blood to sprinkle in greater elements. If you want to upgrade, if there's something that's in the dealings of your relationship, your children, I promise you, it doesn't start in the flesh before it starts in the spirit. So if you're going to deal with that, you got to learn to hit the spirit first. How many of you know that God can make people do, do what he wants them to do? But how many of you know that he need a man to speak his word in the time of him making them do what he want to do? See, now that's different. Because he can't speak through their flesh. So the prayers of the righteous, the righteous, how can they hear without a preacher? You're a preacher in the time. But you're so frustrated with them that you can't preach. <laughs> Somebody say preach the word. Let God be true in every man alive. Can you say amen? I'm going to give you one more thing. We're close. We look like we need to take a nap in here, Lord. Gee. You know, the Bible tells us, take heed for the one who thinks he stands. Take heed, at least he falls. What he's saying is if you think you stand in your flesh, take heed. Take heed. Take heed. You are strong, why? Take heed. You are strong because of what? Y'all all right with this? Take heed. You, you, you what? You, you, see, see, God has to allow you to fail at some things so you can re put your trust in him. I, I'm trying to help you with something. God has to allow you to fail at some things. I didn't say he did the failing in you. I say he has to allow you. I did not say he did. God does no wrong. Let's get that straight. In fact, the Bible says God tempts no man. Well, God tempted me. He wanted me to learn. No, 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 no. He, he, he didn't do it. No, no, no. He said you were tempted by your own desires. So it was not God that tempted you. It was not God that brought you in the place and space of that thing. However, he will allow you to be 
tempted. He led Jesus into temptation. He led him in. Why did he lead him in? Because he followed the pretest principles that gave him the architecture to deal with the devil. To upgrade into promotion. Which means right now you're doing a pre, you're learning the pretest principles that govern your strength. Say that with me. I'm learning the pretest principles that governs my strength. So it's not actually bad that you're feeling what you're feeling. It's a, re, it's a sign that I need to turn to a God that can heal. It's a sign that I can turn to a God. The Bible says those who are forgiven much love much, which means that's why Paul said, I'm just going to paraphrase. I'm not going to read it. Paul said, I, I, I asked God to take this thing away from me. I asked God to take this thorn. He said, at least I, I, I go above my grace. At least I, I, I start to believe my own lie. At least, at least I go above the revelation. Because of the revelation and the abundance of revelation, a thorn was given to me. <laughs> a, a, a thorn in the flesh was, was given to me. Uh, at least I go beyond. I, I go beyond his grace. Which means at times of, that you have a high mind, check your mind. I, it's not that God don't want you to have confidence. That, that's not what I'm saying. But let your confidence be from his grace. Because if your confidence is more than the grace capacity that you have, you, are, you will fall. You say, why he talks so hard like that? Because you don't realize it's a war. You, you, you're still playing the fields thinking that we just got, no, 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 no. See, God, in the government of God, we're, it's evil against good. It's called the government of God. So although we love people into the government, we, we don't compromise what we believe. Which means, he said, they're going to hate you because of what you believe. They hated me with no cause. Jesus said, if because you have me, they're going to hate you with no What did I do? You didn't have to do anything. You just believe me. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you didn't have to do anything. So you all messed up for the next two weeks because somebody didn't like you. It's because you didn't understand that the anointing had to be in trial so, to see if it can stand the test of time. And when you can stand the test of time, God can entrust you and upgrade you to say, hey, this one knows me. And those who know their God shall do great exploits, which means I have to upgrade you because that light that you've learned to stand in allows me to prosper you without you getting out of the way of what I'm doing in you. It allows you to stand in the grace that people will know that I am God. Can y'all say amen? amen? Stand and know he's God. You can give me something soft back there. Stand and know he's God. Somebody say, I must stand. I must stand. I must stand. I must stand. I am going to read it. Go to 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10. 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10. 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10. And it reads, at least I should be exalted above measure. Unless I should be exalted above what? 
Okay, what is he saying? What measure? What is the measure that Paul is talking about? He's talking about the divine measure. At least unless I be exalted, I, I, at least I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of revelation, which means revelation gives you grace measures. Revelation gives you what? Revelation will give you grace measure. The more that you know, the more that God holds you accountable for what you know. Least I be exalted above measure about the abundance of revelations. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. Least I be exalted above measure. Uh, uh, could it be the issues that you're dealing with? If, if you're following God, could it be the issues that you're dealing with? Is, 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 God is making sure that you don't go beyond the measure. See, sometimes I go through, I say, thank you, Lord. See, because until you learn how to run out of prayer points, personal prayer points, you won't learn how to pray the God prayer. <laughs> I'm saying a lot without saying a lot. Until you learn how to run out of personal prayer points, you won't learn how to pray God prayers. The measure. He said, I got I to gotta make sure that you remember that I'm God. You, you feel that? Yeah, I feel it. Let me go back to you because I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to go above my measure. I, I, I've seen people go beyond their measure. Talk beyond their measure. Don't go beyond your measure. Can you say amen? Concerning these, I pleaded with the Lord three times. How many times? How many of y'all ever asked God to take something away from you? Take it away, God. Three times. And he said, my grace is what? Sufficient. The sufficiency of God's grace is going to supply you in times of trouble. The sufficiency of God's grace is going to do what? Supply you in times of trouble. Which means you're going to have to learn how to be sufficient. In his grace. Stand to your feet if you can. As you go through the processes of God, your rank will increase. As you go through the processes of God, your rank will increase in the realms of the Spirit. And when your rank increases in the realms of the Spirit, God actually legalizes your authority to deal with different principalities and powers that might seemingly been trying to deal with you or your family. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It, listen to me. The flesh profits nothing. You don't have a people problem. We have a relationship love problem. You're not against people. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. We don't fight against what? Flesh and blood, which means your issue with a person didn't start with a person. It started with a principality. It can start with a principle that allowed the palatine to deal with them, to deal with you. So every time you fight people, it's showing that you still are in the flesh. You, you still believe that you, got, you need justice. And it's showing that you steal your own God by getting your own justice. But God is saying, I need you to learn to stand down so I can learn to stand 
up in you. Don't try to get your own justice. Don't establish your own justice system. No, no, they don't know what. Don't establish. Oh, I, I, I just have to. No, don't establish your own justice system. When you go through the process of God, let me give some of you a, a, a quick update. God has to allow you to be cheated. Let, let me stand up here. It's probably just for about three of you for right now. God has to allow you to be cheated. I, 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 and you're going to go through the cheat without a word. Without trying to fight back. There are many, pro because what God has to process you through is when he puts you on the pinnacle of access, he has to make sure that you don't have any wounds that anybody can point or poke and you bleed out. So it's for your good. Somebody says it's for my good. I don't know what you came in here with, but I know this, that nothing is too hard for your God. Are you hear what I'm saying? With a reshifting of how you're looking at things, you can reestablish. How many of you feel strength already by, by listening to what you heard this morning? How, how many of you feel like, wait, you know what? Maybe I have been, you know what? Maybe I've been allowing myself to go down too much. I, let me stand up in what he's already given me. Let me learn to stand in my God. Let me learn to stand in the strength of my father. Maybe, you, you know, sometimes I get weak and God has to remind me, who am I to you? Have you forgot? Have you been so processed to get the blessing and not get the battle? Say this with me. There is no blessing without the battle. So if you want the blessing, be prepared for the battle. Because the doors, the one who behind the door, the blessing door, somebody said there's a blessing door. See, many of you think you're going to progress without a, a door. <laughs> if you're going to do this, you've got to start praying over your household. Because if you start hitting certain realms with Christ in your mouth, the adversary is going to start picking and picking and picking. And you, 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 you're not just progressing. Say, I got to get this out of your head. God is building an army. Stop just looking for the blessing without the tools to fight with. He's made you... Result-based. You, you like results. You want the result. But you, you, you're not looking at the relationship. Let the relationship, let the relationship drive the results. That struck me. Moses, God say feed him. He said he was tired. He struck the rock. Ah, I'm tired of them. Lost his ministry. That, that. Boom. Let me ask you, did the water still come up? Did he get the result? Which means some of us can do the, for the sake of what we want, we'll do the thing, but we did it the wrong way. Which means the, I'm, I'm pointing at something. It's once again, the way you go matters. I see a lot of opportunities, but if I don't have a right heart, I'm not ready to go. I see a lot of opportunities, if I don't have the right heart, I need to stay positioned. 
Because the heart position can either qualify or disqualify me. Because where the head, heart goes, the head goes. And he said, a mind, a mind that's not a faith. It's actually enmity against me. It, you, you, you don't realize your way can start harming what God wants to do with you. Which means if you do the ministry out of the way you want to do it, you still missed it. Saints, God is not after anymore those who want just the hand. He wants those who want the heart. I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's hard to do messages like this because you want people to be inspired and then equipped and you want people to understand. But I, I don't want people to be lied to. I, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of being lied to. It's not making us think more of God. It's actually making us, it's making the word of God to no effect. If, but I believe if I can know the way, now I know. I know what to work towards. And the working towards, the thing that God is trying to help me work towards is knowing Him, that He is love. It's that easy and that hard. This is why it's that easy. Because you don't have to pay to get to Him. This is why it's that easy. You don't have to pay to get to Him. He died so you can come to Him. Sometime I'm in my pity party and I have this sign in my room that says, His mercies is everlasting and endure and it messes me up because I think about wait if I stay in my pity that means I have to reject the mercy it means that I'm saying that you told me to get oh you know what come to you but I'm going to tell you at the end that I didn't come to you because I just didn't like myself but I said you don't have to like yourself. don't worry about yourself just come to me I made provision for you I made provision for you Say, God, I want you to say that with me. God made provision for me. God is not mad at you. God is trying to get to you. But he doesn't want your work without your heart. He said, call me Abba, Father. Alabai. Which means if you're going to live the New Testament reality, you've got to learn how to be in love with God. It's a love relationship. It's a what? It's not a word first. The word of God builds a love relationship. I'm going to pray for you today. That we... If you're going through a cycle, addiction, if you're going through something that's keeping you in a pattern, you have to learn to let God love you. He said, it's the love of God that leads men to what? So the structure and the governing factors of your getting out is you staying in a place of love. It doesn't, you see, see, you can't even allow your lifestyle to be so important without touching love. If you're in a pattern and, and, and your job take you out of you needing what you need, get out of it. Now, if you have a family, we'll talk about it. But if you're single, you need to get, 
Because the most important thing is not your money that you make. It's, it's you getting to God first. Because until you get to God, you're wasting time. I don't want to waste time. As I'm talking, I'm really searching my words. I, I, I don't want you to hear love. I want you to hear it's, it's love. Without living in God, I don't want to waste time. And to live in him, I have to every day submit myself and say, hey, today I bring my flesh. Anything that's in this flesh that's not of you. God, I submit it today. I submit it today. I submit it today. I am no good on my own. I'm submitted today. If I don't submit it, my mind was going to, my mind will control me. I submit today. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. Father, we come into a submitted heart posture this morning. We submit our wills to yours. As a sign of your blood, the blood of sprinkling that spoke better things than the blood of Abel, we will stand to know your God. Father, I thank you for equipping your people this morning. And every lie and every curse, we rebuke every lie and every curse over every life in this place. We cancel every assignment of hell. And we command every assignment to let your people go. Let them go right now. Every offense, defense, every uh, disagreement, everything that's lurking, we command it to let him go. For you are our God, the author and the finisher of our faith. Father, equip your body, equip your people that they know that you are their God. And above all else, you are love. You said you'll never leave them, nor forsake them. And we know that your word is truth. So God, today we submit ourselves. We submit our hearts. And we submit our minds. I will not let the sins of my past be the sins of my future. I will not let the rebellion of my past be the rebellion of my future. I will know who I am. I will know who I am. I will know who I am. I'm not going to live under the lie of somebody else's word anymore. I will know who I am. I didn't know that they spoke out of hatred. I didn't know that they spoke over me in those words. I will know who I am. For your word is truth and every man's a lie. So God, let your word speak over them right now. Let your word speak over them right now. We thank you, God, for your word that speaks better things. And we give you all the praise, honor, and glory. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. So God, let it be so in this house. We thank you for your grace and mercy, your kindness and your love. I want you to repeat after me, everyone. Say, Lord. Today, I come surrendered to you. I repent 
for standing in my strength without yours. Today, I move forward to know that you are love, you are my life, you are my father, and I can trust you. So lead me, guide me. I give you my life. I give you my heart, my soul, and my strength. Be my God. In Jesus' name, amen. Give God a hand clap if you can. I don't want to leave you really quickly. I want you, I always leave you in this homework assignment. I want you to make a lifestyle of prayer daily. Make prayer a daily what? Why prayer daily lifestyle? Because until you unction yourself in the realm of the mind of God, sometimes you, you don't realize how the flesh will stand up pre the spirit standing up in you. Don't pray religiously just for heaven. You had a heaven at salvation. If you believe God and you're going to continue to believe him, you got to heaven. That's not what you're praying for. You're praying to keep the mind of God. So there's a saving grace and there's a walking grace. You need the walking grace. Somebody say, I need the walking grace. The walking grace enables you to do what you can't do in your own strength every day. How long? Which means if you don't walk with this grace every day, you, should, you don't know what you're doing. So for me to know what I'm doing and doing it in the alignment of God, I need to, the walking grace every day. And I promise you, your life will accelerate. You will come to see who God is to your life. Amen? Give God a hand clap if you can.